And what a lot of guys do when they go into a sexual experience, especially with earlier premature ejaculation, it's like, oh my God, what if this happens? And there's such a strong belief that it will happen. And then there's also the lack of preparedness of what to do when it does happen. So see how that combination is so fucking anxiety producing? Like, all right, this is probably going to happen. And when it does, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, that's terrifying. It's a horrible feeling. That is not relaxing. That cannot put you in in a sensual mood, in a sexual relaxed mood. That cannot help you stay focused on your partner. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today's topic is a highly requested one, and it is the reason why I created my OSPA course. OSPA stands for Overcoming Sexual Performance Anxiety. So if you're a man listening to this episode right now, and you struggle with premature or early ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, you have trouble orgasming or ejaculating at all, then this is a course that can really help you identify where where you need to put your headspace in order to get the sexual results you are looking for, and also how to retrain your body to relax more sexually. All right, because that's the problem with the majority of these psychologically induced problems related to performance anxiety, right? I mean, performance anxiety is psychologically induced because there's a fear, right? A mental fear around your performance. And you have to understand it and in a sense, accept it. Not necessarily, that doesn't mean you have to continue it, but you have to accept where you're at and why you're there. And then you have to work with your body to to overcome what's going on so that you can get a new result. So in simpler words, what I want to do is explain this episode in three not three steps, but just explain three things that can help you last longer um, when it comes to this psychological factor of sexual performance anxiety. So I always do three things, right? Stefan or three things. Number one is self-awareness. And number two is retraining your body. Number three is feeling prepared to handle whatever happens. So let's dive into each of these a little bit, and I dive in further in the OSPA course, so you can check that out in the description, but we're going to touch on each of these because they're really important and they can pertain to every single one of you listening to this, whether you want to last longer or not. So self-awareness in this case, I want you to relate to the thoughts in your head, awareness of your current thought patterns when it comes to sex. If you're dealing with a sex challenge 
And even if you're not dealing with a sex challenge, or maybe you used to deal with a sex challenge, one of these that I mentioned, and you no, no longer do, I want you to be aware of where your mindset is during sex. When you initiate sex, during the foreplay, during intercourse, right after, what are the thoughts going on in your head? And this isn't necessary for every single person to do all the time. This is to either, A, if you're in a sexual challenge, like the ones I mentioned, you wanna understand why what's causing that challenge. So it's important to find these mental thoughts and understand them. And B, if you are in a good place sexually or you've overcame a challenge, it's good to once in a while do a, uh, just get clear on the thoughts in your head because then you know when you're, when you're in a good place, you know, that then you know what's working for you so that if you ever do fall into a challenge again in the future, because as we know, our bodies change, our hormones change, um, your dick performance will change. Your partners will change probably, maybe not always. Um, uh, but even if you are with the same partner, her body will change, you know, so there's always changing factors. So we don't want to say, oh, I don't have any dick problems. I never will. Um, you want to understand why things are going well for you. And just this is part of the preparedness, right? So listening to an episode like this and then just realizing, oh, this is probably why I'm in a good place right now. These are my thoughts can be really helpful. OK, so hope that made sense. Just kidding. It did make sense. So I hope you understood it. <laughs> to stop saying that. All right. Number one, uh, self-awareness is understanding thoughts. Like I just said, getting detail on, all right, what are the thoughts in my head when I'm having sex? If I'm facing premature early ejaculation right now and I want to last longer, what are, what's going on? Like mentally, am I thinking about oh man, I hope that I hope that we have sex again in the future because that's a common one, believe it or not. Um, a, another one is thinking maybe, oh, my dick may not be good enough for her. Like I just, and then there's a part of you that's like, I just want to get this over with because I don't want her to focus too much on my dick because I'm not proud of it. You know, so in that example right there and what often is, uh, an example of the psychological pressure that causes premature early ejaculation is this need to just get it over with. Like, hurry up, get it over with. The body's nervous, the body's anxious, and just wants to be done, right? You may not consciously want to be done, but because of either the way you have you were raised or the way partners have reacted in your relationship, you subconsciously have a feeling of like, all right, not comfortable here, let's get this over with. And this leads to earlier premature ejaculation, right? So, so take note of your thoughts and see if any of your thoughts relate to that or relate to something else. Just get clear on the current, on the thoughts that go on repeat in your head during sex. That is most important because if you're not clear on those thoughts, you can't understand them and then you can't work through them and get rid of them or bring in new thoughts. Okay. Uh, it's even beneficial for you to look back at like, all right, when did I last longest? Or when was I most proud of myself in terms of uh, a sexual encounter I've had? What felt best? You know, um, what was the best sex I've ever had? Why was it the best? Where was my head at that time? And that's why it's important to, if you're in a good place now, to write down where your thoughts are so that you can use your, your future self 
can uh, can benefit from it if he needs it, you know? Number two is retraining your body. So the body and mind are very much connected, right? And when you have certain thoughts, your, your body may, uh, for instance, sexual anxiety causes a stress response where your body shuts down. You know, your, your stress response is activated. It shuts down blood flow to extremities such as your dick because you don't need that to survive in a moment of uh, fight or flight, right? So it's putting you in fight or flight mode and you're either trying to get it over with or you can't even get it up because you're in that stress response mode. So when you're here, you want to understand, I mean, just currently where you are, understand how your body responds. And if if your body... I mean, we're talking about wanting to last longer. So if your body is responding with rapid, early, premature ejaculation, then you want to you want to be aware that, okay, this is happening way too soon. There's a very quick release. Um, I notice my body getting tense right beforehand. I notice that I do the same position when I have sex. I notice that uh, my heart starts pounding at a certain moment in time. See, you're you're becoming aware of your physiological response that goes hand in hand with the anxious thoughts that leads to the early release of ejaculation, right? So this is just step two is getting very clear and aware of your body's physical response that goes hand in hand with that self-awareness of thought. And then you're you're asking yourself, all right, well, what, you know, how can I retrain my body to not be in this tense, anxious place of just wanting to get it over with? What would have to happen? What would my body look like if I was relaxed sexually? How would it look different? And really try to imagine that right now. If you're listening to this episode, like, I mean, you are, obviously. I don't know why I fucking said that. Um, (laughs) I want you to stop and just think. Think of a picture of you having a very relaxed, confident, slow moving even maybe, if that's what you prefer. Maybe you're moving fast, but your mind is very relaxed and you just trust yourself. You trust your arousal states. You trust when you're going to ejaculate or you have a very good idea of when that feeling is coming. Um, And you're just picture yourself trusting yourself and enjoying the experience and being very much in the moment. What does that physically look like? Try to even put your body in the physical feeling. Like, what does relaxed feel to you? You know? Because you can't go somewhere if you don't know what that thing looks like first. Just like we can't do things unless we think about them first. We don't do anything in our life unless there's first at least a split-second thought process around it, right? So you want to get clear on, like, what is my physiological reaction now and how would I want to, how would I want my body to look and feel in a sexual encounter? What is my ideal? Guys, it's so easy for us to just be upset with where we are or blame past things for why we're in the situation we are today. And we look to the past, we get upset and we look at our current situation and we're like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. But we hardly try to visualize and understand where we want to go. And if we don't do that, our brain can't register 
a new thought process or a new feeling unless we first plant the seed of like, all right, well, this is what I want. You know, just like you're that, how much more likely are you to reach a goal by just writing it down? I think it's like fucking 90% or something crazy. So you have to plant the seed and, uh, (laughs) I just said like a sex joke in my head from that. It's ridiculous. Um, so you have to plant, plant the thought of, okay, what does it look like and feel like physically now that matches a new self-awareness of a new thought process? And how can I train my body to be more like that? What do I have to do? And I, I actually give two exercises in OSPA to help you train yourself to slow down and to be more present and to train your dick to be in the place where you want it to be. And it is a physical practice. It is also a mental practice. That's why number one is self-awareness. It's about the thought. It's about where am I in my head? Number two is about the body. How is my body responding? We are in control of both of these. Don't feel like you can't control your thoughts and don't feel like you can't control your body because you can. You can control both. And there are instances, of course, where there is injury that damages your penis, right? And your erection. That is true. Um, There are times when you have very high blood pressure. That is uh, another thing that maybe you can't uh, control in the moment, right? That that is true. That is the truth. Um, So there are things like that where I tell guys, go see a doctor to rule out the immediate physical um, concerns that may be leading to erectile um, or ejaculation issues that you're struggling with. All right. Um, medication is another huge one. Medication, um, obesity. So these, these obvious physical, these more like obvious physical things can get in the way of how you physically are reacting sexually. So you want to rule those out and you want to, and if they aren't ruled out, if they are the cause of your earlier premature ejaculation, or they are the cause of your erectile dysfunction, then you want to move forward in asking your doctor, all right, what can I do for this? And maybe even what I would recommend um, is doing it a way, going a route besides medication, because a lot of medications can make the problem worse, um, but some do help. So just be very mindful of that. So number one, self-awareness. Number two, retraining your body by understanding what it looks like, right, and feels like. And number three is feeling prepared to handle whatever happens. So when you are prepared, you gain confidence. When you gain confidence, you gain relaxation as a feeling. All right? Think about it. When you're about to make a speech, if you know what the hell you're talking about, you're much less nervous and anxious than you would be if you were to walk up and they were just to throw a topic at you, right? Like when you're, when you have that confidence, you feel like, all right, I got this. I'm prepared. I'm relaxed. But if you don't have that feeling, you're, you're anxious, you're tense. You are the opposite of relaxed. You are not feeling prepared. And what a lot of guys do when they go into a sexual experience, especially with earlier premature ejaculation, it's like, oh my God, what if this happens? And there's such a strong belief that it will happen 
And then there's also the lack of preparedness of what to do when it does happen. So see how that combination is so fucking anxiety producing? Like, all right, this is probably going to happen. And when it does, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Like, that's terrifying. It's a horrible feeling. That is not relaxing. That cannot put you in in a sensual mood, in a sexual relaxed mood. That cannot help you stay focused on your partner because you're not fucking ready to handle what was probably going to happen to you. So you're very focused on yourself and your, and your dick and you're, therefore you can't relax and therefore you can't have a positive uh, sex experience that you, that you want. So, and what I tell my clients all the time is this goes with everything guys. Like I'll, I'll just go on a mini tangent here. If you have, like, say you're in a relationship, it's not even having to do with sex necessarily, but in your relationship, you feel like, I don't know if she's going to leave me. Like, I wouldn't know what the hell to do. I tell my clients, figure it out. Plan for it. And don't expect it. It doesn't mean you have to expect it to happen or wish for it to happen. But you need, you should be prepared. Because that preparedness in itself, like I said, will give you the confidence you need to have better interaction in the current moment. Because for the guy who feels like, I don't know what I would do if she left me. If you, if that guy plans it out, like, all right, if she left me, say she left me tomorrow, what would I fucking do? Let me r- literally write this out and plan as if, it hap- as if it's going to happen tomorrow. What would I do step by step? And once he does that, it's like, okay, I now I know like that problem is solved. So I don't have to worry about that. It's one less thing to be anxious about. And now that I don't have to worry about lack of preparedness for the outcome, I can be in the moment. And it's the same thing with you guys in bed. Okay, if you're prepared on how you can handle a situation where you have earlier premature ejaculation, then you're not thinking, you're not obsessing so much about it in the moment of sex when you should be focused on yourself and your partner and pleasure, right? You can't focus on pleasure if you're focused on anxiety, those are two very different things. <laughs> They're nowhere near the same thing. So you can't do that. You can't be in both feelings. And if you're not prepared and you're not feeling like you can handle what might happen and what in your mind probably will happen, then you automatically choose stress. You automatically choose anxiety. All right? So you want to tell yourself, all right, this happens. Here's what I'm doing. You know, I talk about that in OSPA too, because there's power in preparedness. I'm going to share a little mini clip from an exclusive podcast Girl Talk episode, which is in OSPA as well. And it's about guys coming soon and also guys who are struggling with erectile problems and just some female input around it. He did come very soon into doing stuff. And this was just normal, but he would be able to come again in like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it was always like that initial was super fast. And I just like, yeah, I got used to him as a partner. So it was just like, oh, okay. Like this is like a compliment because he's so turned on by me. And then it's still going to work out. Even if it does happen where like you don't have a long-term relationship with someone and they do come fast, I try to take it as a compliment. I take it more as a compliment than making fun of them or thinking badly of them. Even if, say, they, they couldn't get it up or if they come fast, if they're like, okay, well, but let me make sure that you finished, then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm all good, you know, like, 
So I think that's that mm-hmm. part, and that's what will help with that anxiety because then they will probably see that okay, well, even though for whatever reason it's an anxiety, or for whatever reason I can't get it up, or I just couldn't perform today, but I made sure that she's happy. I think that can probably help with that mentality a little bit to mm-hmm. so that she's he sees that, and sometimes it's like oh I couldn't get it up, but then once I see that she's enjoying it, then that excites me, and then you end up having sex anyways. I feel like that could be good to a certain extent because I had a sexual relationship with someone who was having difficulties and then it turned into like, oh, well, I just want to make sure you're satisfied. And he did. And that was great. But after a while, it was like, wait, but I want you to be satisfied too. It's not really okay with me for you to just ignore like what's going on with you because I also want you to get pleasure out of this. So that kind of frustrated me after a while, but I really appreciated his intention of like, I just want to make sure you're satisfied. But at the expense of him, I wasn't yeah. so, you know. And also yeah. it's like, what at what stage of your relationship is and then what is it like a one-time thing or is it something that's happening consistently maybe mm-hmm. I, I I don't really know much about the subject in particular but I feel like that that could make a difference in like how you communicate about that too yeah totally I hope you enjoyed that little clip um I know you guys love the girl talk stuff so <laughs> I, I think it's powerful too, because it, it gives you a better idea of what's going on in most women's heads. And we're really not like, oh my God, he came too soon. Like, blah, blah, judge, judge, judge. And if a woman is judging versus caring or feeling concerned, you don't want to be having sex with her. You know, that's just, and that's just more, uh, what's the word? Like validation that she's just not the right partner for you. And every guy at some point in time doesn't last as long as he wants to, okay? Like it's, it's very normal. It is the main sexual concern among men. Like it is number one. So it's, it's okay, but try to understand why it's there and try to understand where you want to be and be prepared for the worst case scenario, All right? That doesn't mean focus and obsess over the worst case scenario, this actually helps you to not focus and obsess over the worst case scenario when you're prepared for it, because then it's never that, it's not that constant question of like, what if this happens? What if this happens? Let's get rid of the what ifs. Let's relax your body. You know? Anyway, for more information on ASPA, like I said, go to the description in this podcast episode. And just a recap of these three things that will help you last longer is number one, Gaining self-awareness around your current reoccurring thoughts during sex and understand what thoughts you want to have, okay? Number two, retrain your body physically. So that is either going to the doctor and ruling out the main physical. If you've done that already, then you're understanding this is straight psychological and you are understanding where your body's at now, tense-wise, anxiety-wise, and what it looks and feels like to be where you want it to be. Number three is be prepared to handle whatever happens. Next time you do come very quickly, you don't last longer, you don't last as long as you'd like to, how are you going to react to that? What's going to happen? What will you say? What will you do? Come up with one strategy so that you can feel prepared and stop obsessing over the what if because the what ifs, shoulda, coulda, wouldas never help us. They fuck us over. Sound can do that. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. 
You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.